Welcome to B-Movie Breakdown, episode 255. I'm Corey. My name is Nick. Nick is right there. You can't see him, but I can. I'm putting my finger at him. Um, why would that even he be bothered saying? just said his own name. That yeah. is his name. His name is Nick. Well, and I'm, I'm Corey. Not, now I'm never saying it again. This is the B-Movie Breakdown, a weekly podcast where we find the humor and enjoyment in awesome and awesome movie bad films of the past and present, home of the good, the bad, the what the fuck. Each week's movie is revealed at the end of every episode, so you two can join in on the madness. Right now, we are in a deep dive on the Nightmare on Elm Street series. So that's to tell you where about we're at. You know, the next episode is going to be the next movie. So it's pretty easy to follow these episodes, so maybe it's a good jumping on point for the podcast. It's entirely possible. It's entirely possible. Speaking of the podcast, that's what this is. You can get it everywhere you find podcasts. And you can reach us on our social media at bmoviebreakdown, uh, at bmbpodcast at gmail.com if you have suggestions for movies or if you have a movie you made and you want us to watch it uh, for the podcast. Uh, I'll let you know that we will be honest about it, so just put that out there. If it's trash, I'll tell you it's trash. If it's trash, we'll tell you it's trash. And uh, something If that, it's cool, I'll tell you it's cool. Something that's cool and not trash is some other projects Nick has going on. Yeah, you can... Uh, got another program... A little podcast, because that's what this is. I was I was informed today that this is what this is. <laughs> this is a podcast. It is. And I got a podcast with my good friend Zach called Weird and Feared, where we discuss monsters, madness, and mayhem, and all sorts of supernatural, paranormal, weird, bizarre, apocalyptic, you know, topics. You can find that wherever you find your podcast, and you can follow the Weird and Feared on the Instagram and the Facebook. Follow me, Scatterville Stories, on the Instagram and the Facebook where I post the drawings, a lot of which involve the monsters featured in Weird and Feared. So compiling a little collection. It's still a work in progress. Take some work. But, otherwise, just look up the uh, the Weird and Feared wherever you find podcasts. If you want, like, a supernatural deep... I mean, it's getting... This is why we're doing Freddy. It's Halloween time. Right. There's no perfect time to listen about monsters. Right. So next week's will be about robots. So get ready for that. There you go. But... Well, um, some summer robots can't be monsters. That's why I talk about it. So there we go. Uh, you know about Sophia, right? Sophia, yes. Boston she, Dynamics? She's fantastic. Uh-huh. I love Sophia. Well, let's just say people have been having um, po- uh, apocalyptic... Concerns involving robotics since robotics were not even a thing. Weird and feared. Yeah, Boston Dynamics, our new overlords. Yeah, Skynet? Skynet, I mean, aka what? Boston Dynamics. Yeah, what's, um. Ah, oh, shit. What's the name of that company? Terminator. Oh. Build Skynet. Um, Cyberdyne. Thank you. Cyberdyne Systems. I kept wanting to say, like, Dynamics. I was like, no, Dyson is. Right. Right. And I was like, wrong. Uh, anyways, so last week on the podcast, I'm, I gave out my top 10 scary guys in film. Oh, yeah. We, we began the Friday journey by me asking Corey his top five scary guys. So I got a list of top 10 and an honorable mention. And now we're moving on to his top 10 scary girls. Scary girls. Nick was supposed to have lists, but he doesn't have them. He'll have them on the next episode, maybe. I'm sure they're just waiting. Yeah, maybe. Thank you for the clarifying. <laughs> So my top ten scary girls. Uh, it's hard to pick a number one here. I didn't. Of really... fiction, right? We chose it's of fiction. fiction. Okay. Uh, I do have an honorable mention. Of course you do. It's always which top Which is uh, Joan Crawford, real life person, but uh, the movie Mommy Dearest was uh, about her life. Okay. And about how horrible of a mother she was. Great. And uh, you know it's about the adopted kids that she had, and uh, a lot of people know that movie from like 
the no more wire hanger scene where she's like beating the kid with the wire hanger. Yikes. And, uh, but yeah, she's a monster and was okay. a monster in real life, Got apparently. It. And a famous actress. Okay. And, uh, so Joan Crawford gets a, an honorable mention since right. it was a movie made about True. her. Sure. We'll go with uh, that. But if I, I don't know how I could pick a number one. Ugh. You have to. Number one top 10 scary girl. You so. Ha- yeah. Cause I'll, I also wanted all of them in order, but understandably this is difficult. So just the top one would be nice. I am going to go with, ugh. Is it, who's that? Who's oof? Oof. I'm going to, I'll just go with number one. I'll throw, I'll just put out there. It's a, it's, a, it's like. Don't, don't do a number one yet. You got to build the number one. Oh, you want me to build number yeah, one? Of course. Okay. Yeah, so number two. So we're just, just other orders and then number one counts. Okay. Number one is, the last one will be number one. Yes. So we have Tiffany. Okay. From Child's Play. Okay. She was Charles Lee Ray's real life girlfriend. Becomes a doll. And then she, he ends up turning her into a doll. And then she continues to murder as a doll, soul doll. Great. And so Tiffany, out there, number number whatever. Yeah. Uh, Amy Elliott Dune from Gone Girl. I don't know if you've ever seen Gone Girl. No, I haven't. The main character of Amy. Bad person. Yes, very, uh, very bad person. And uh, kind of a, I guess it's kind of a spoiler to know that she's a bad person. But you'll probably forget about this. I will hopefully. And uh, but it's a great movie, and yeah, things she did, things she does are very terrible. She's a very terrible person. I won't say anything else. It's Thank you, appreciate that. Um, we also have Baby Firefly. Oh well, yeah, that's true. She's not nice. She's a very scary, scary person. True. And and Amy Elliott Dunn is scary for other reasons for some of the maniacal things that she does as well. Uh, so we also have Nurse Ratched. From One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest. All right, yeah. Very scary. Scary. Very intense. Uh, Corella Deville. Good from choice. From 101 Dalmatians. A weird obsession she has. Right, wanting to turn puppies into a jacket. Find something else to do. What the fuck? She's a very scary person. Yeah, what the fuck? Uh, I feel like Corella Deville also has like a coat made of human beings. Right? <laughs> Jesus. Like, she went around finding all the homeless people she could. She's Eek. like... So the uh, next on my list is uh, kind of ties into the last list. Harley Quinn. She's scary. She's very scary, especially at certain times. Sometimes she's nice and bubbly and gets her own comic where she fights other bad guys and stuff. And other times she is very messed up person. Well, she takes, she's, you know, through wrestling logic, she likes, Harley will do a face turn every once yeah. in a while just because she's hated so much that people like her. Then she's all of a sudden a good guy, yeah. but she's still a messed up, fucked up human being. Right, who does terrible, and then what, that's what makes her so scary. Right. She can flip like that yeah. and be well, very scary. Well, don't be infatuated uh, with the Joker. It's the a ne- Next person on my list, Carrie. Yeah, scary. The movie Carrie. I consider her a hero. Very scary. She's a hero to me. Yeah, she is a hero, but... She is scary. Imagine, being, scary, imagine right. being on that prom and right. you were n- never said a word to her, never were mean to her, never anything, and then you just met your demise because she... Yeah, burned it down. Yeah, burned it down. Uh, next, we have Annie Wilkes from the movie Misery. I don't know about that. Uh, yeah, uh, Kathy Bates, okay. famous from, for <clears throat> playing uh, Annie Wilkes from the movie Stephen King novel Misery. Uh, we'll get there. So, uh, the, and the next, the new season of Castle Rock is very much about... Like oh, a misery, shit. Annie Wilkes remake thing. Anyways, I, uh, which I need to get to Castle Rock season season one. Um, Where's that at? On Hulu. Fuck. 
uh, it's like a Stephen King universe. Yes, show. I know that, but I just and, forgot what uh, it was. Saying. But anyway, she—that's very scary. You know, the fanatic type. That, Good. That type of person who is just a fan. Yes. That brings it to that next level. That is kidnapping people. Uh, next uh, on my list was this would be almost a tie for number one because I like the subtle scariness okay. of somebody. All right. Uh, and this would be Beverly Sutphin. From the movie Serial Mom. Uh, <laughs> deep cut, huh? Deep cut. You're almost tied for number one. It's such a deep cut. Because uh, she is the wholesome next door mom. The stuffer wife, right? And you piss her off. Oh, God. And things just go... It's like the weirdest little things piss her off. And and nobody suspects her because she is so... ever She's so lo- beloved of, from the neighborhood. And it's uh, it's a movie uh, we should watch for the podcast. I love right. it's a John Waters film. Uh, uh, Matthew Lillard is in it. Ooh. Ricky Lake. Uh, he's she's in a couple John Waters films, and then um, who plays the serial mom is Kathleen Turner. All right. And uh, but it's it's just a kind of a wacky movie, like most John Waters movies. And uh, I like she, that. but she's like the the. the you know the uh, that cookie cutter neighborhood wife. I like that deep Stepford cut. type that yes. like that image of like what a housewife should be. I type like thing. that. And yes, she has this really dark side to her. Housewives, man, they got yeah. free time. Well, they don't have free time. And kind of this this next my number one kind of goes along the same vein of like okay subtle but like sure. scary is the one the only Pamela Voorhees. There you go. Yeah. You know, scary girl. Yes, very scary. Yeah, very scary. Yeah, and uh, you yes. know, just, but again, subtle. They all think that she's there for the camp, right? No, blah blah blah. Killing you, gonna kill you. And she only was ever in one movie, but the legacy lives on, and the bloodline continues. The bloodline continues. So Pam, Pamela Voorhees is my number one. Pam Voorhees. Pam Voorhees. So next week on the podcast, yes, I'm going to. Give out my top ten scary monsters, and monsters is a very specific. Monsters are creatures. So I do. Uh, I'm going to spoil a few lists I have coming up. It's fine. So I have a top ten scary monsters. Uh-huh. I have a top ten scary aliens. So there are no aliens in my Mo- monster list. <laughs> Holy shit! That takes out a lot of monsters. And then I have the top ten scary animals. What create? Things that were actual animals, whether they are large now or they were an, an animal. Is number one just Cujo? And then top ten scary robots. Mm. And then I have a top five scary supernatural. So my Send monsters are not supernatural. I can't keep track they're of not these. robots. They're not animals or aliens. This, they're the, these monsters are monsters. This, like yeah, this clarification was needed. Monster creature type things, but not aliens. So like. Predator yeah, would predator not be an, in yeah. my monster list because he's an alien. Mm-hmm. That's true. I when I started making the monster list, things started getting very complicated. You got it. And then I realized I had like my list was like comprised of nine aliens. So you're like, well, this is my alien list now. Let's move on to monsters. <laughs> That's what you. T- That's exactly what happened. All right, moving on. Yes. All right. Yes. Yeah. So that's hilarious. Next week is my top. Well, send and, me- and yeah, all my monsters are like they're they're. Well, they're they're here. They're here. Send me. They're here or like somewhere sure. in the realm of here. Sure. Well, send me all these because I can't keep track of all those yes. things you just said to me. Top ten scary robots. 
Yeah, I had ten robots. But I only no, had are the robots are they robots or are the robots part cyborg too? Are they all metal or are they cybernetic at some points? Uh, there are there's some, a mixture. some cyborgs. A mixture. Okay, well that's important for my list. Even that's AI, it's important. Is involved uh-huh. uh, artificial intelligence type situations. A lot of lists coming up. Good. Next week is how I top ten scary monsters that are not aliens. One, yeah, that are not aliens. When you when you <laughs> when you start hearing them, you'll be like, oh, okay, I get it, I get it. Okay. One though, I think I put at the bottom of the list. I might have had before I had the supernatural one. Yeah, and it could kind of go. So supernatural one, what does that mean? I, like, need, uh, I need to know that. You know, like ghosts. Okay, so like sp- spirits, ghosts and spirits and demons, maybe. I don't have, but well, see, one on my monster list is like a demon that I guess it could have been on the supernatural list. But I didn't think of the supernaturalist when I made the monster list. But I mean, those have bleed overs, though. Right. Because even even let's say if you chose not that you did, but let's say you chose to have a monster as a werewolf or a vampire. I'm not. I'm just saying, vampire would qualify, you know, as more of a spirit potentially, depending on its possess its origin. Werewolf, supernatural elements. But not that those count. Right. I would think they'd be but more monsters. Werewolves kind of... It depends, though, like the lineage of... That's what I mean. Is it I like know. a wolf man? Is it the were, is it a werewolf? Yeah, lichen. Things like that. Yeah. So, anyways, uh, next week on the podcast, you'll get that. But this week on the podcast, we're talking Nightmare on Elm Street, Part 3, Dream Warriors. It's the best of the worst. Set the scene. Go ahead and set it. The year is 1990. Okay. We're at Weston Hills okay. Psychiatric Hospital. Okay. Yeah, we are. Yeah? Okay? Yeah? Continue? I thought you were telling me a story. All right. Yeah, I'm here. I'll go on this ride with you. What's that? What's going on at the psychiatric hospital? You're a black janitor, and you just want to get high and listen to rock and roll, but you got to deal with these bratty-ass kids. This is not the kind of 80s movie this is. <laughs> this is this is the wrong kind of film. That's not what we watched. No, it's not what we watched. Want to tell me no. some history about this? Is it a psychiatric facility, though? There's some history involved. There, is, you, some, there, we... there is some history involved in Weston Hills Psychiatric yeah. uh, Hospital. What was it before it was what it was in 1990? But did you realize that this movie took place in 1990? They mentioned it at one point, And then Nancy had mentioned that six years had passed by. I caught that part. So, yeah, yeah we, we are, we're, we're going to the future here, mm-hmm. essentially, from when the movie was released. When was it released? The movie was, in fact, released... In 1987. Why do they jump three? Why do they jump so far? It's because the last movie jumped ahead. Did it? Yeah. I think we've... Like, I remember us doing was this a, one time. It was... I can't remember how many years were... Nan, two. It was, I think it was two years, right? So between when it happened and when their dad... When uh, his dad bought the house. Yeah, it was like two years. I thought it was two years. So, yeah. So when the first movie come out? So the first movie... 
Nightmare on Elm Street was came out 84 in 84. So two years, 86. 86. So then you have four years pass for Dream Warriors, 96 right. years. Yeah. <sighs> weird. It is weird. It's a weird jump. It's it's almost like in the, with the Jason movies. Like, it's exactly like that. Why? What a weird leap. Like for a while there, there's like, it's just taking it's place. It's summer. Like it's like, it's like here, 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 and here. Uh-huh. And then now we're leaping from like this point. Uh, well, the first movie to the second Friday the 13th, there's a gap because the what's her face is a little older. Yeah. But still, it's like, yeah, why do we jump? You know, we're the two years was fine, but why do we jump from? Two, why do we go from two years and now we're doing four years ahead of odd. time? It's odd. And this would have been a younger group of kids whose parents killed Freddy, who were a different generation than not well similar generation, but like not the same age, like younger kids as Nancy. Yeah. Yes. Right? So you're going, they're younger than Jesse's like, yeah. crew, mm-hmm. which he wasn't no, even he was, an, no, an Elm he was, Street kid. No, he was just in the, he became one. He moved in. He was one by, by a residence. I mean, Freddy's haunted glove was in his fucking basement. Right. So Freddy just chose him as his puppet. And yeah, and it's one thing that I was mentioning too while watching the movie. I'm glad that they did not stick with somebody's got to move into the house. Because that could have became a trope. It could have turned into this Amityville-type situation. Uh, Well, they make the leap, because it's called Nightmare on Elm Street, but guess how much the movie takes place in Elm Street? None of it. None of it. None of it. Right. We're just... The legacy of Elm Street Uh is there, and, you know, you're just moving on. But I really had no... no, I wasn't going anywhere with the uh, little spiel in the beginning. Oh, don't ruin it. We're in in the thick of it now. Yeah, but I wish I had something... I wish I had more. I wish wish I had really thought of it, and I kind of didn't. All you you had to do was just tell me it like it was a story that I never heard before. I should have. I should have, but... What happened at the psychiatric facility? It fell apart. What the psychiatric facility fell apart essentially. What happened before the psychiatric facility became a psychiatric psychiatric facility? Wasn't it a home of the mentally insane? Well, I mean, it still was kind of a psychiatric yeah, but uh, facility. Different, there but was, it was it was different. Wasn't there some controversy in the nineteen forties? Yes, there was. There was a uh, woman, a nun, yeah, who was uh, locked in a in a room full of uh, like a hundred maniacs. We learn to find out if there are a thousand maniacs. A thousand maniacs. Which is even more insane. But still. What do they do with, what do they, do they play cards? Yes, they play cards with a woman's vagina. Hmm. Over hmm. multiple days. Wow, weird take. Weird take. Not an accurate take, that's what they did. I just got a full house. Oh my god. Wow. No Danny Tanner's here. Wow, what? Oh my god. There might have been an Uncle Joey or two. Oh, my God. Or two in the vagina? No, in the insane asylum. Oh, my God. There's two Uncle Joys in... Well, in the in the vagina, it wouldn't have been a woodchuck. It wouldn't have been a beaver. Oh, my God. It really got there, huh? Wow. That's what's going on with Amanda Kruger, huh? Oh, my God. What? Holy shit. Well, it's, it is 1990, I guess. So, hey, there you go. <laughs> it is 1990. Uh, but not when Amanda Kruger was unfortunately raped by all these oh maniacs. My, oh my god! Oh my god! Uh, when, yeah. When nobody paid attention to that, she was locked in this room, and everybody decided <laughs> it's a holiday. Let's not. Well, no, I guess nobody was just going to take care of the patients. No, I mean, we've seen footage. Fuck them from those times, right? It's in not those good. insane asylums. 
1940s, there was a war to fight. Right, but I'm just saying, in any in any era of insane asylum, what do you mean? Uh, That's the, the footage is is insanely disturbing. Uh, one Tahu. one thing. <laughs> I mean, only some, but to one thing I always go back to is there was this uh, documentary. I'm pretty sure you could watch it on Amazon or Netflix or something like that. It's called Cropsy, and it's a it's kind of about like an urban legend type thing in the New York, uh, New Jersey, well, in Long Island. I think it was Long Island area, and uh, there's these murders that take place in, in the 70s. I think it was, and everybody said it was this you know, Cropsy. Yeah. Kind of the legend, almost like the burning with that guy was Cropsy. That's I mean, how, that's, that's how they got the name his from name it. His name is Cropsy. That's how they got the name from the, for the movie. Yeah. Cause it was this, you know, urban legend and you know, yes. anyways, uh, but in that documentary, they show footage from the Geraldo who Rivera had, uh, filmed back in the day at this like mental institution. And it was just like, Ooh, it's fucked up. But one big part of the movie is that this mental institution shut down. Mm-hmm. They just let everybody like go. What a weird thing to do. People just roamed free in the woods you, and all I'm, sorts of just like, I mean, these people who were just like, I mean, they were, you know, either some were mentally, some were like, you know, handicapped and some were just like insane, crazy people because of where they were or, you know, having been maybe mentally challenged and now they were in this place and now they're even more fucked up and you just let them free. And that's what I imagine with the Weston Hills at one point in time. Right, it was... Sh- I'm sure it was, like, shut down... Yeah, because it was fucked. ...from being a this uh, mental institution uh-huh. and, you know... Now it's like a rehabilitation you, center. Right, you can imagine that all these crazy maniac guys yes. were probably just, like, let go. Yeah, of course. That happened. Just be here. Be free. You know, some... It was the, the case in most of these, like, in the Cropsy thing, it was, like, there were two... There was two situations here. They were let free and just to roam, or yes. their family did, in fact, come and pick them up. Right, but if you don't got that family, you're right. just if going you didn't on have the, the street. family, or the family didn't care anymore, or, uh-huh. you know, the reason they dropped you off there is because they wanted to get rid of you. They, you've, or you've burned all your bridges. It's like, they're, right. they're done Or, with like, you. religious re- reasons, like, oh, they're like a, you know... They're a product of Satan, these type of things. We can't have them in our household. Situations like... I mean, there were so many reasons to not come pick them up. None of them good, but, like, you know... and the, Or, like you said, like, you just don't have family anymore. You were, you're were you just here, and they're gone, and you have no way of contacting getting in contact with them, and then you were just let the room free. Who knows how many of these maniacs that raped Amanda Kruger were just let, let free. Oh, my God. I just... I honestly, because I've read about it, this stuff, just from, like, a peripheral things i'm reading about other things like how i know like oh it's a whole thing in the 80s let a bunch of crazy people go i really need to just read into it more take you should watch the documentary i would like to it's uh i would like to it dives pretty deep because it revolves around like a certain set of murders but those people being released like there's a reason that these murders are intertwined this this place this country's never been great towards homeless people so guess what you do you make a bunch you make more of them and then you make you let let insane people out. Mm. So then because some of these people are crazy, then they, you know, slander every other person who just doesn't have a home because everybody's now a maniac. And then it's just terrible. Yeah. You could even probably do an episode about Cropsy for your, uh, for Weird and Feared. It's tickling that idea in my head as I, we speak. I feel like it could be, I mean, it's an urban legend type, a little, a little bit more on the realer side, but it turned into this thing of like, you know, 
kids would tell the t- that's I mean it inspired sure. a movie where a camp right. counselor is burning the legend of Cropsey. It was a like good this idea. killer, but it was like this mysterious not, um, not an entity, but it was like a person, mm-hmm. but like almost like this like almost it was like a Freddy Krueger type. Mm-hmm. You know, people would tell the tale and it would go down through generation to generation to generation. Well, and I could use I could use that as an excuse to just when I do my deep dive just to learn for my own benefit not to waste that information I could look into all the acts or all the policies that were put into place that led up to this the insane asylums being shut down yeah and like I could de- delve into all that actual facts the one that they talk about in that documentary is like was like the largest one on like the Fuck. east coast it's fucked up and so this place was like massive thank you Ronald Reagan but like you know we're talking about these maniacs escaping out of Western Hills one maniac that did escape escaped out of uh, Amanda Kruger's previously mentioned vagina so, oh my god, <laughs> and that was Freddy Krueger. And by the way, oh my god, um, the birth was the escaping. The, yes, that's what I meant. Um, oh my god, the uh, this in this movie, this is the first time anybody refers to him as Freddy. In the other movies, they called just called him Fred Krueger. True, yeah, nobody called him Freddy. And the first person to say Freddy was Nancy, yeah, because she's she's. Did her own little deep dive. Yeah. I guess did they they but they in they did say in the rhyme though in the other movies, Freddy's coming for you. Yeah, I wanna say his names were mentioned before. But I think when saying Freddy Krueger, you know what I mean? It was always Fred Krueger. The rhyme was Freddy's coming for you. Right. For the rhyme. Uh-huh. But whenever they said his name, Nancy, Fred Krueger, Fred Krueger. You know what I mean? Right. And even the last one, Jesse. There's this guy, Fred Krueger. Yeah, because you know what? Fred is like a name of a man. Freddy's also a name of a man. Right. But it's a little more zany. If your name is Freddy, you're not a man. It's a little bit more crazy. Well, Freddy can also be a woman's name. This is true. So I'm just not letting that idea go, by the way. Right. I'm I'm, I'm saying it. That's fine. Imagine how cool that would be. I believe uh, Mike Kanellis and Maria Kanellis... their daughter is named Freddie. Sweet. Just saying. There you go. Because yeah. you know who those people are if you watch wrestling. Because <laughs> well, it's short for... Speaking of wrestling, I have a uh, Wrestle with the Plot comment. Oh, wrong. Whoa, that was an old whoa, show. Sorry. whoa. What are you busting out here? <laughs> Just giving a little tease to anybody who listened to that other show. Talking to and... dead spirits. Busting out some dead spirits <laughs> over here. Trying to resurrect the dead. Trying to dig up bones from a Cadillac trunk? Well, kind of related to that topic, in this movie, and we haven't had one in a while, I feel like, was a whip-your-tits-out uh, moment of the film. God damn it. At the start of the D- Joey's dream. Or when they're all collectively in, I guess... Yeah, they're in the dream... Kristen's dream. Dream world. But Joey, you know, gets seduced by the, uh, the nurse that he has the hots for, and she does, in fact, whip... Uh, her breasts out. Then you, but actually, it's Freddy. But actually, it's Freddy. So you saw Freddy's tits. Saw Freddy's tits. Cool, huh? This is what I mean when you could have a female Freddy Krueger. Not that I want a female Freddy Krueger to keep whipping her tits out. Oh yeah, she could just have like slash marks in her shirt with her like nipples just like hanging out. Look up any cosplay time. or any Halloween costume. Sexy Freddy. That's what it is. Yeah. Get a long Christmas sweater so it looks like a dress. No pants. Long boots. Claw hand. I feel like a lot of times this 
the good cosplays. And then slashes. Yeah, but I mean like the Halloween costumes you can buy. Okay, yeah. I'm talking about Aren't cosplays. Are creative? The They're good, like, the how good, would Freddy look if he was sexy? The good cosplays do usually have the skirt, but it's not like a skirt that looks like the sweater. It's like a skirt. With his pants. It's like a, yeah, like pant, like brown pant, uh-huh. like brown skirt. It's like ripped up and like. Yeah. And then like a ripped up, like a sweater that's kind of like, you know, maybe Depending on the per, you do know, you need choice? Do do you want to deep dive into trivia things? Why was he given a Christmas sweater? Why was this chosen? I don't know. Because nowadays this guy would just be given a trench coat and he'd be cool, but he got a he got a colorful Christmas sweater, red and black makes it pop. It's like red and green. It's true. It is a dark yeah because he's always he's dirty. Yeah, it does look red and black, but I believe it's like a red. Like, and it's green, like a dark dark green. And green or something. Like, like oh, that. I think it's so red. Right. But dark green, you're correct. Yeah. Thinking about it. Looking back, I'll give you that one. Yeah. Thank you. I appreciate <laughs> it. I know. I played the uh, the video game a lot when I was a... No. Nah. I did... Uh, I did... I, that was one I would rent quite a bit for the NES was the Nightmare on Elm Street game. And it is a very frustrating, hard game, just like the Friday the 13th video game. Why both of those games had to be so extremely hard and impossible to beat, uh, I, don't, I don't really know. Did you see there was a thing... Where you could, like, stay at a summer camp and have Jason chase you. Like, you basically, like, he's chasing everybody in the camp and you have to survive. Like, if he finds you, I guess you get, quote-unquote, killed. So it's basically, like, tag, but it's Jason chasing Oh, I thought you were talking you. about that game. What game? The Purge? No, there's What's... that video game. No, I meant the actual, like, you could stay at a camp. Oh. There is, um... You can stay at the camp uh, where the movie was filmed, where the first Friday the Thirteenth was filmed. Yeah. Um. It's it's or it's like, maybe the first one, and then I think was also Jason Lives was filmed there too, and it's called Camp Nobi Nobi Bosco. Yep, Crystal Lake. And uh, it's a Boy Scout. Retreat camp. Of course it is. But uh, throughout the summer. But in September, October, it's they sp- open it up to the public. Spooky time. And yeah, and you can, you have to like, you make a reservation, whatever, and like, uh, they do like a, a, yeah. Cool, you can pay a lot of money to say this shitty Boy Scout camp. Cool. Yeah, I think it's just, they do like, a ch- I, I know, they probably not... do screenings of the movies, stuff I like just that. Went from, I just went from thinking it was very cool to just wanting to shit on it all of a sudden. Right. <laughs> I was like, that sounds awesome, but it's a shitty camp. But it might. I mean, I don't know the condition of it. You should look up. Can someone? Can you pay to have Jason chase you? I don't know if you can pay to have Jason chase you at that camp. I know that's what I mean. But like the internet's got answers. Yeah, there is. There's like a. I don't know if it's Jason, but there was like a few of those like camps where you can go and like. Oh, a knockoff like Mason. Yeah, <laughs> Mason Jorhees. Um, they uh... Jorhees is what you chose. <laughs> Mason Jorhees. Mason Borhees. That's uh, funny. Um, Gorhees. Yeah, I, I like because gory. Yeah, I feel like there's a few of those, though, because, like, the level of, like, haunted houses these these days have, like, gone, you know, like, they have those ones where you have to, like, sign a waiver. Right. Where, like... You're gonna be fucking scared if, you're, if you cry. It's on us. It's not, it's not even if you cry. It's, like, if you, like... What? Anything happens to you. Yeah, like, because people... It's, like, where they're, like... There's like I think a documentary on on Netflix. It's like about these like haunted, these like fake danger places. Yeah, it's like but they're haunted. But they're like they'll you know like 
a, like a Freddy Krueger type will pop out of a couch and like pull you into the couch and you like you get pulled in and then you're like another level of like it's like really people who are just really just like I don't know people who live too comfortable fucking lives right. want to be fucking horrified right people who have like rape fantasies well I, like that's those types I don't know I don't know anything about I I don't what that's who go to those haunted houses you're, I mean I'm sure I'm sure that's the same I'm sure you're branding uh, a lot of people that accuse them of having rape fantasies no, I'm not saying everybody. I'm just you saying, said I, everybody. Who I did goes not to say everybody. I said people who sign waivers have rape fantasies. Yes, they all have rape fantasies. They all just really want to be raped. I don't like this. Like Amanda Kruger, who was she raped. didn't like this. No, she didn't. She like didn't this. like it at all. I never said she liked it. I said she hated it so much. Her ghost is still around, trying to destroy her terrible son. Yeah, because he's got to be stopped. He does. He's got to be stopped. Absolutely. She knows what's going on. She does. She's a ghost like him. Hopefully she's not torturing anybody. Do you like... I've forgotten a lot of things since I watched all these. Like, they feel so fresh in my mind. Like, honestly, when we were going to do this, I'm like, been there, done that. But there's a lot I haven't I forgotten. Right? I agree. And you know what? One through three, I'm pretty fresh with. Sure. Because I've seen... Well, yeah. two, not not as... But, like, I've watched it before for, like, just, like, silly reasons because it's, like, uh-huh. it's whatever... But this one is my favorite one, and I've watched it a lot. But even myself, like I, I haven't seen it in a couple of years. No. But do you like the fact that last week I was talking about we have to deal with his fucking bones? Yeah. yeah. To deal with a ghost, you need his bones. Yes. And they go to get his bones. Salt, salting, supernatural shit, purification, holy water. Yeah, that. I mean, that'll work. Yeah, they just need a hollow ground. Mm-hmm. Like sp- splish splash, his bones are taking a bath, and oh, now there's a skeleton. Yeah. I mean, and, and the only thing again, what with this movie? What don't you like? It's not that I don't like it. What do you hate? It's like we I thought uh, this was your favorite. This is my favorite, but like th- we again leave it very open. To what? To Freddy not being defeated. Of course he's not, cause he's not. But like you do, like the whole ritual, the lights shining through. It's not enough. There was actually another. Um, they, they intended this movie to be the last nightmare. Such aspirations. Well, well, they intended. That's the thing. Intended. It was. It was not on screen. Obviously, uh, while the ending of the film suggests that Freddy may not be dead at all, a scene in the shooting script makes it clear that it, that was not the case. So what was the so scene? So in the scene, Doctor Gordon visits Kristen a few days after Freddy's defeat. Okay. Kristen reveals that she is moving to New York, the city that never sleeps. Okay, I get it. Uh, when Dr. Gordon asks her if she is going to see her, referring to Nancy, yes. in her dreams, Kristen answers that she dreams of her every night, suggesting that Nancy guards her dreams. The scene then cuts to the ending in which Neil is sleeping and the light turns on in the, in the house model. It is implied that Nancy turned on the light as she is guarding Gordon's dreams. Oh, so you just made the whole scene mean something totally different. Right. But you know what would have been cool? If Nancy got to stay a ghost battling Freddy. Well, I would have... But the thing is, you could have still worked with that ending. Yes. And in the next movie... Have Nancy. Like, Nancy in the dream, and she and Freddy is, like, too powerful. You know, he's gotten, like, to this next level where he... She can no longer guard the dreams. Right, he breaches... She... He breaches the, um... The wall. In the, the siege is on. The next movie could have been called Dream Guardian. Dream Wall. Dream Wall. Yeah. That sounds like uh, 
Hmm. The, the dreams of somebody else. It certainly does. Not not Kristen or Gordon, but we don't know how their lives would have turned out. Maybe they um, would have been dreaming about walls. You never know. We don't know how what, which way they were, which way they were swinging there. Oh, you'll never know. <laughs> we'll no, no, we'll never know because they're fictional characters. But Nancy battling Freddy as a ghost. How cool would that be? That would have been very cool. Because then she's like, boom, bitch, what do you want now? And he can become a strong, because light, dark, but, but Nancy unfor- was done. Unfortunately, she fell for the, uh, you know, the sympathy card. The yeah, Dan Nancy card. got dumb all of a sudden. That's what happens, because we're going to talk about it a lot. When the heroine survives one movie, she comes back in the other movie, tries to save the day, and then she's just dumb. Or she just gets massacred. Right. At least Nancy got to fight a little bit. Right, but she did fight, but the thing is, she kind of fought. And she gets stabbed, but she fought back and did right. kind of save right. Kristen. Correct. So she was able to, while still being, you know, that dumb. But the thing is, though, she knew her dad was with Neil, Dr. Gordon. Correct. And so when she sees him, like, this, like, magical yeah, she, thing She didn't know up. he died. Right. But... But then... But that's when she's like, Dad, what are you doing here? Right. And then he's like, I had to cross... I'm... Not, I'm crossing Na- over. Nancy- and then she's like, what? You're-? And then like, now you're really fucking with her head. There's like daddy issues. Like Freddie yeah. knows. Like he knows he what does. he's doing. He knows. He's, how in to your, su- he's in your head. Even the strongest of the strong, like Nancy is. Nancy got dumb. Yeah. he. But he can, he, that's what he can do. He can make you get dumb. All of them. Plot contrivance. Taryn. She got dumb. Well, she's dumb because she chose two little baby knives. I, that was, she just, that was her dream thing. You couldn't choose like, uh, or maybe a gun? Maybe it wasn't a choice. Maybe your dream thing isn't really a full on choice. It's just what you, like the person you want to be in your dreams. Well, I know a hot take. And that's like, so forever, that's always the person she wanted to be in her dreams was this like super cool, hot looking punk rocker. She's all those things. You know what? I want to take a hot take. I wish there was more warrioring in this Dream Warrior movie. I 100% agree. Every time I feel that way. Because um, it just gets started, and then he kills the kid so fast, there's barely any warrioring going right. on. I That's that's one thing I always feel about it. And I always, I think, I mean, was, we'll, we'll watch the next one, and I'll have to look into some like notes about that movie. But I think an idea for the next one to, was to have like this like full-on... Because I think we get to some battles. Um, yeah. Some guys control their dreams a little bit and fight back. Yeah. They still lose. To an extent, but it's, um... Wasn't the comic book guy that's coming? That is not until part five, I believe. Damn. That guy, yeah, that that is a cool dream. He fights back. Yes, he does. But I don't, I don't believe that is, I don't think we're the, we're not quite there yet. Probably not, but... But... It's coming. It's coming, for sure. And, um... But yeah, there's not enough dream warring, but there is, there is. I should have chose a different phrase. Warrioring. Warrioring. Or can just say warring because it's a warrior's warring. But they, but they, but they, but they, you do get that aspect of like them becoming like these dream warriors. They're like teaming up. They're like, you know, sure. They're battling against. They're actually being in Freddy's world, doing something as opposed to the only time we've ever really seen it happen was Nancy in the first one is the only person to ever really take him on in any sense. Right. In the last movie, nobody really battled him. It was just like, 
Lisa willed him out of Jesse. The battle that was... wasn't really much of a battle. It was just like, Jesse, come Honestly, out. there could have been a battle, but they didn't show it. They didn't show what Jesse the was doing. The internal battle, Because yeah. that's what kept Freddy at bay. So Jesse was fighting inside there. That's what you do when you're possessed by a demon. Yeah. But the problem is there is like, well, now it's not dream world anymore. It's like real world Freddy, but real world Jesse. It's like, that's where that... Uh, well, it's when the last movie, f- you know, fails on multiple levels, but one of them being like, not enough dream stuff. No, I think it's fine. In this movie, Freddy was able to possess his fucking bones and make cars flick around doing the same weird bullshit he was doing in the last movie. Right. But we dealt with more dream stuff. Well, yeah. Cause the more... last movie was Freddy in our world. And then we went to his, right. But being more in dream world and establishing dream world, that's what I'm saying. Uh, while we're watching the movie, I wish the second movie had dealt maybe a little bit more with Freddy's world, dream world, to maybe introduce you to this thing and like maybe tease an aspect of like how that, maybe show some people being murdered in that dream world and then maybe, you know, a slight like slight tease of like, you know, how you can enter that dream world and then you can go into this movie and you find out there's a character... Kristen, who can like control, like bring people into her dreams, and maybe she's that catalyst who can, in fact, enter Dream World, which she does. But instead, you gotta get it all thrown into this movie instead, which is fine because, I, like again, I love this movie. I, it's my favorite. Well, it's tied with, and I don't know if it's tied. But Dream Child, you like that one a lot? No, uh, they're all fine. They're all fine. You know, two, like, you know, two like, and five are like towards the bottom, or two and six are kind of towards the bottom for me. But this one and New Nightmare are like mm. the first one's great too. It's just it's boring. Great. No, it's great and it sets a bar and it does something that nothing ever did before. You're so like, like blah boring. So no, we just watched it. It was fucking fantastic. Yeah, lame. But for me, like three and New Nightmare. New Nightmare just. Again, but the New Nightmare changes everything. It yeah, well, we'll get there. I haven't seen that one. Really? Or I don't remember it because, I mean, if I don't remember it, I might as well not have seen it. Yeah, it, but it changes things. It, like, reinvents everything. Makes you cheer, for, makes you cheer for the child killer? No. See your hero now? No, that's All probably right. like part six where you're cheering for him. Where he's just like playing video games and he's controlling people and it's so fun. Because he's just a zany creature. And he's getting zanier in this one. Oh, he's, yeah, he's, we're there. You know, you know, you're getting your, your lines. Uh, my favorite one is the welcome to primetime bitch. Yeah, it's a good one. It's it's a, then, it's a good classic Freddy line. And also the scene where Larry Fishburne walks in and sees a girl's head in a TV as if this is explainable in any way. Yeah. Like how is that explainable to anybody that, you know, Anybody in that hospital, why were they like, oh, okay, she just died. Or she killed herself. Yeah, because you know how you kill yourself? You slam your head through a TV. And then let yourself be cooked alive. What? Right. If the TV fell on her. Yeah. You know, if that was like off the wall. her Say the death happened the same way. Right? Sure. Freddy picks her up, smashes her head into the TV. And then throws her off the wall. But then the, the whole, like, the whole... Like, cause it's like, you know, chained up there with something that's like ripped out of the wall and she's laying in it with her head, you know, then it looks like a death, almost like when we watched, uh, what? 
Hello, Mary Lou. Remember the hanging? Right. It like made it was like this absurd se- sequence or whatever. And then there was like the hanging, but then it made it look like it was a suicide. Correct. And and, and even that, not necessarily that would be a suicide. I guess it's more like a freak thing. But I guess you could she. I don't know. Make it look like she dropped it on her head, type of Freddy thing. Freddy doesn't give a shit. But he did have. He did the one kid, Phil, Philip. He made look like a suicide. Does Joey wake up? Because he lives. Does he wake up with scars across his his chest that says "Come get me, bitch"? Yeah, I don't know. Come get him, bitch. Because those are deep cuts. That heals as a scar. Yeah. Especially back then. Unless Freddy in the dream world can like. But in the dream world, he wasn't cut up. No, he wasn't. Weird, huh? But that was in the real world where that was... Yeah, but usually what happens to you in the dream world happens to you outside. Right. So I'm assuming that on his chest... But it was on like his stomach and his shirt was pulled up. You saw it. Joey didn't have it. When was Joey's shirt pulled up when again? When he was tied with the tongs. You could oh, see I thought him. He had, I thought he had his shirt on. No, it was on. It was up. Right, but it, but but that was dream world. So maybe in dream world it could have went away, but in real life it's still there. Maybe. So forever he just, you know... Cast look in the mirror, be like, "Well, yep." Just has to like go on a date with a girl. There's, things are getting hot and heavy. He takes off his shirt and says, "Come get him, bitch. Come, come get yeah. me, bitch." Yeah. And she's like, "Oh, you're into scar tattoos." Yeah, she could be into that. Like, oh yeah, come get me, bitch. All right. Maybe she's into it. Maybe he gets lucky. In maybe, more ways than one. Maybe she's into it. Maybe he gets lucky. I don't know what other, uh, any other way to get around that for Joey. You know, he's got unfortunate scars for the rest of his life, if, if that's the case. They might heal up okay. Yeah, they, I feel like it would still, the, you could the, still you, make you out have the marks, <laughs> right? What he does is that when that heals, he just gets a full body tattoo. And then he's like, yeah, now I'm fucking awesome. A full body tattoo that says, come get me, bitch? No, it says, now it says, I'm fucking awesome. Yeah. But... Besides that, though, uh, we're talking about Freddie lines, some, you know, some other, you know, good ones he had in this. I think uh, aside from the welcome to primetime, bitch, I love in that same scene. I love when it's like the Dick Cavett show and Jaza Gabor is like on there and he goes, who gives a fuck what you think? (laughs) Stabs her. Yeah. Yeah. That one. And then when he. Kills Taryn with the needles. Yes. And he just goes, what a rush. Yeah. Yeah, that's just like these, like, it's just like that. He's still, like, menacing, but he's not, like. Oh, old. he's very scary. He's not overly silly yet. We're not. But that's, like, the. That's, like. Yeah, it's there. This movie's getting to yeah, more than Freddy. Yeah. Those classic, you know. And he's clips. getting. Souls are power, and he's been consuming the souls of children to to amp up his power. That justifies, you know what I'm saying? How why is his power level so high? He's consuming souls, right? And that's I think that's another good reason to keep it open at the end too, because he's consuming all these souls. So is really burning like doing that to his bones at this point going to work? You can you can grow beyond that. You know what I mean? Like you can think that you won. And maybe the holy water put some holes through his body. Yeah, like you, like you shot him. You've, you've, you know, you shot him with a bullet. Right. He's been. You shot him with a bunch of guns. You knocked him down, but he's not done. Yeah, it's like T one thousand almost. Yeah. Blew him apart with liquid nitrogen. You froze him. Blew him apart. He's coming back together. Not enough. And you've already torched his bones, and that's a way to get him. So what do you do now? Ah, uh, uh, or yeah. torch, not torch, but you know. 
watered his bones. Watered. It's a form of torching. It is. For him. It burned his it skeleton did. body. Mm-hmm. Which, that, I feel like that still holds up for the most part. The skeleton battle? Uh, battle. The skeleton battle is cool. When he's interacting with someone on screen, it's like... Uh, it looks a little rough. But when it's the skeletons by itself... Yeah, like the, it's stop, the, yeah the stop motion still that's looks... That's cool. And even the puppet. I think the no, puppet... the puppet's awesome. When he's the puppet, I think it looks it looks legit. I think all the effects... Uh, with the exception of like, well, like you're saying, like uh, on screen interaction with the skeleton, and then when Philip is like, is supposed to be like, when his veins are ripped out of him, oh, and don't he's do that. The pu- when he is like the when he's the puppet, that looks that effect still looks fantastic. Yeah, it's awesome. Don't They're ripped out of the arms, especially on that. the feet where the yeah, veins are ripped uh, out, of, out of the legs. It's a lot it, to deal with. It looks so gruesome and just like. That's probably one of the most gruesome things in the whole movie. It looks painful. And it looks so painful. Uh but when he goes through the door That's okay, he's a ghost. And it's like this thing. But like the lines that are the thing. Oh yeah. It gets like real cha it gets like they couldn't quite get it to where he could look transparent and then that still looked right. fine. And it looked a little like and then when the mom's head was cut off. That's fine. It's Her just... head and like the because, like, when it was the back view, the sure. head was all, like, dripping blood and, like, sure. bloody because practical. Right. But then when it was, like, the front view of her talking, they, like, superimposed it onto this, like, just, like, uh-huh. fake stumpy thing that didn't look as as cool. And, and that was another good Freddy line, too, when uh, when he's supposed to be the boyfriend of the mom. Like, yeah, what's he say? You know, the dag- or the boyfriend or whatever he is, you know, keeps asking for the bourbon. And then and then he comes up and kills the mom. And he's like, "I said, where's the fucking bourbon?" Jesus, it's like wow. And uh, not only does Freddie have some great lines, Kincaid, hey, he's a good guy, uh, has some solid lines too. Just like we're gonna get this motherfucker, and just mm-hmm. just some solid like you know like pump up, well, you know, pump up the group. Interacting with the psychi, the doctors and the psychiatrists who are just not understanding the fact that they're all having the same. No one thinks that's weird. They're all having the same dream. Not that you have to accept that he's like a mass murdering demon, but like you can't delve into this a little more besides the fact that they're sexual deviants. Get over fucking bullshit. Yeah. I mean, it's just like this, like, oh, and they're guilty. They're, they're moral degenerates. And that's why they're having bad dreams or being punished. Yeah. You know, that's a nice people who think that way are real fucking smart. Yeah. It's, I mean, in any world, I guess you would have those people that wouldn't believe that, like, having the same dream. It's like almost like, you know, the parents in the first movie. You know, they're like, what are you talking about? You know, Glenn's parents are like, you're not you're right. not talking to her anymore. She's a cuckoo crazy. Oh, um, now your son's leaking from the floor. Yeah, I wish we would have gotten something, though, like, speaking of the first movie, like, uh, something about Nancy, how she survived. Maybe wanna, she woke don't up. Don't want to address it. Maybe she woke up when that car drove away. She woke up. Could be. You know. Or maybe dad, like, she was spazzing out. And, like, maybe at this point she was, like, living with her Her mom's dead. So she's living with her dad and he wakes her up. Then they get her jacked in hypnosil and then keeps Freddie at bay. Yeah. Yeah. We, yeah, we ever mentioned that uh, Nancy has survived all this time, basically, due to a drug called hypnosil. It's killing your dream suppressor. Yeah. Killing your dreams. Because she's afraid that. She'll have to encounter, and that could be a, and that, and I like the the thing about Hypnosil and, and Nancy because that kind of does link to the first movie, like where the end movie ends on her in a dream, uh-huh. like if she woke up from that, like now she's on Hypnosil, yeah. and it's like, well, I don't want to go back to that, 
Right, because I know, can't do, because I can't beat be, him. Right, because I can't beat him. I brought him in the real world. I thought I beat him, willed him away, kind of thing, but it yeah. didn't work. And yeah, we just I, now I got to suppress my dreams. Right. Well, because I mean, yeah, her um, her not fearing him, like pushed him away. For like a moment, but now he's again. This movie now he's too powerful. He, right. He doesn't like he's getting his. He's got his fear kick, and he's. Hoarding souls. He's a soul hoarder. Yeah, and I and I love the moment when he remembers her. Yeah, it's good when he's like the warm Freddy. Yeah, which looks fantastic. It's good, even when it's the stop motion one or the big giant like uh-huh. on obviously the one they had on set. Uh, I think the animatronics that looks fa- when it's eating Kristen looks. I like great. that's his, that's his idea. Oh, I'm gonna get you. I'm gonna eat you as a worm. What are you doing? <laughs> That's your idea? Yeah, it's almost like Beetlejuice esque. Uh-huh. This kooky, crazy, like over the top. But but he's in Dream World. He can do whatever they want, do whatever he wants. Right. And fine, I'm gonna turn into this giant worm thing and just eat you. That's why, oh man, we're not there. But I mean, that's why Freddy versus Jason is so satisfying because he's battling a maniac in Dream World, isn't Jason? Like, what the fuck is this? He still does some other silly things in that d- one. Well, yeah, well, he, I think Jason ping-pongs around a little bit. Yeah. It's fine. Yeah, a little tilt in there. And... But you, in that movie, you feel it. when Once Freddy is in the real world, and then he has to deal with Jason, you can, f- like, it's dumb to say that movie makes you feel anything. But you're like, you're like oh, shit. Yeah. Like, oh, shit, Freddy, Well, that final battle tell. is, is fantastic. It's so great. And, the, and honestly, the makeup... Freddy, I still he think looks unbelievable. I still think Freddy versus Jason is like the perfect ending for both of those. If really, they, if is. they were if they weren't going to make any other ones, this you're done. Just let it be done then. Uh, and it's interesting, uh, you know, talking about making other ones. Yes. This week, the rights yes. to the Nightmare on Elm Street series and Freddy Krueger uh, have gone back to Wes Craven's family to his estate. So what are they going to do with that? So now it's it's out there. Now they can you know. Do what they want with it, as opposed to whatever movie movie studio was owning it at the time. Michael, I think Michael Bay's shit was when they remade it. They remade, they remade the Jason movie. They didn't do the Freddy one. I, I don't they did know. Too. I thought they did both. He was sticking his little little transformer fingers. They and did the Friday the Thirteenth, yes. and I think they did the Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Not the Freddy. The one with Jessica Biel. Not the look up. Just look up who made that one then. I thought he produced that one too, but I'm not saying I'm I'm correct totally. That one was wow, 2010. Yeah, man, a while, while ago. Oh, it was Mike Platinum Dunes. Yeah, wow. He was they all had in. Already did. Then they had previously done the. Yeah, they had the rights to all well, that. Because it made such a big hubbub about remaking both of those, and then they're just like, "Ah, we're done." Then those movies made lots of money. Yeah, for sure. I mean, the budget was 35 million. It made 115 million at the box office, and then people. Then, but people were like pissed, you know. They people weren't pleased with either of them, so then they right. never. And it wasn't. It, it wasn't even that it was like critically panned, and then fans loved. Right. It was like people, all those, everybody paid their fucking good money to go see it. And they walked like, out of the theater like, and was like, nah. "Well, fuck! I why did I waste my money?" Yeah, because they, I mean, it worked. They got a quick buck off two franchises people like. Yeah. Sad. It is. It is sad. It's sad that you know. Uh, I mean, again, again, why can't we just get this right? Right. Isn't that the thing? That's like the, it seemed like, you know what I did, um, like that. I didn't mind the Texas chainsaw remake. That was the 2003 one with Jessica Biel. Okay. I, 
I thought that one was pretty good. Um, Arlie Ermey's character I really liked in it, a new like introduction, new character for like like that family. But then, uh, then they went. We're like, okay, well, now we're gonna do a prequel. Mm. And it's like, well, do I want that about him as a kid? Like, and then like now, now he's not just Leatherface. Now he has like a name. His name's like Thomas something. And it's just like, okay, now... It's like, oh, we liked Rob Zombie. Was that before or after? This was before the Rob Zombie Halloween. Shit. Because then Rob was like, let's get him as a kid. But, but Michael was a kid. Yeah, but let's really get into it. Right. But the Texas Chainsaw was never... No. You never had him as a kid. Well, that's why I thought that would have been the inspiration. But if they didn't come on that order, clearly my right. hypothesis is wrong. But th- And then I liked the Rob Zombie Halloween. So there's been a couple... The horror movie remake is such a hard... Well, look who remade one. Rob fucking Zombie. Right. So he's like, I have my own ideas with this, so I'm going to do that. That's why like, I feel like now they announced again like another chainsaw remake but this time the guy who's doing can we can we who did a big somebody who's like a good horror guy now is like going to helmet why can't i think of the fucking guy's name anyways who's done like some legitimate horror movies that people like so it's like maybe if we get like it's like with it they can happen it's not horror movie but like look at john wick yeah, but, totally but new. You can, you can are, do this with horror are, movies. There are good newer horror movies that come out. Well, some, I guess. I don't see... I mean, take it for what you want. Blumhouse, they kind of shove out a lot. And I feel like some are good and some are just like, here we go. They have all those ones on Hulu, though. It's been a while. I haven't seen anything from Blumhouse I hate. Sorry. Blumhouse... Blumhouse has a ton of them on Hulu. Purge, man. Uh, new Purge season starts soon. It's gonna be amazing. It's called Into the Dark. It's like a TV series on Hulu, but it's just basically feature-length m- movies. That's cool. Uh, I've never, I've, I haven't watched any of them yet. Well, you got to get to Hulu. But um, I have definitely been interested in, in watching those. Yeah, I mean, I feel like they're doing some solid things in in the world of horror. That maybe not everybody. Feel- the one movie that I really want to see that they did did is the Happy Death Day and Happy Death Day to You. I haven't seen either of those. True, but they look great. And I would like to. It see looks that looks exactly what I'm talking about. Right, it's a new, but they're also doing remakes because they did Halloween. Sure. So you know they're doing, but then they've had ones come out like Truth or Dare that did not that looked pretty bad. I didn't see it. Uh, stuff like that is stuff that maybe like, it's fucking uh, awesome. I don't know. Maybe it is. Could I, be. I don't. I don't. I don't know either. Glass, I also didn't see that. Shit. Me neither. I was kind of excited, but then I... You got bummed out by people talking about it? Uh, yeah. Don't let that happen. Not like people... At least it was people I know. I gotta see Split, too. But Oh, Split is fantastic, but... M. Night's my guy. Glass, uh... I just heard it was just like a more of like a mess. Like, maybe we shouldn't have tried to... You got it too carried away. It was almost like... From what I heard from people that I know, it was like... Should have just done like a split sequel and like an unbreakable sequel... And not done both. And not, like, why, combining it was, like, too messy, and there was, like, why did we, it didn't need to be. Like, that, this was fine, and this was fine. Sure. Shoving these two unrelated things together, not so fine. They all have superpowers, I guess. I mean, in, you, when you see Split, you yeah, can that, take that's, it well, that's what, well, that's where he took it. He gave them out of, that's his power, because he, he's a billion people. But I gotta see it. Yeah. You can't tell me shit. Well, don't tell me shit. Split. It's good. I'll tell you that. It's good. Deal with it. 
but but again, like you're talking about re and doing something new. Which this want. movie does something new with Nightmare on Elm Street series. It, it adds this new level, and I think that's one thing that the last movie and the second one doesn't do. Freddy Freddy's, was, Re- Freddy's Revenge doesn't do anything new. He's already been brought into the real world before. Yeah, they're like, here's more of it. He's like, here's a cat. But like, this movie brings something new to the table. Something totally... It changes the game. Sure. It changes what how Freddy can be... Yeah, but battled. the game is barely a game. There's only been two movies at this point. Right, but but it, but, it, but it changes it, which it keeps it fresh. Right. Like, I think that's one hole that a lot of the horror movies fall into, especially with sequels, is when it's just the same shit over and over and over again. When you don't change... It's almost like with, like, Friday the 13th, while I like all of them, two through four are kind of the same thing. Right? Jason, killing, That's what Jason does. Yeah. But... But you get Tommy... They work in some twists Right, but Tommy is, like, only in four. That's what I'm saying. Two through four are like the same thing. Him killing, whatever. But then you get six changing things. Six, he's brought back to life. He's a monster. He's a monster. Full monster. Even in seven, Tina, telekinesis. No, Tina. But then eight kind of goes back to the same formula, except for now we're on a boat and we're in New York for five minutes. That's the weird one. Because, <laughs> like, just what a, what a sweat of... Not a good swerve, guys. No. Jason on a boat. I'd watch Jason on a boat. Yeah. Then I know what I'm getting. It's Jason on a boat. Yeah. And if he ends up in New York, that's kind of like a cooler thing. It's like, okay, yeah. I guess he's in New York now. Because, like, the boat has to go somewhere, I guess. I guess that's the one good thing about Freddy, right? You didn't never had to, like, take him anywhere. No. This one's called Nightmare on Elm Street 3. This, Elm Street is not even... They go inside the house in Dream World, but they don't go to the Elm Street. Right. And it's like it's it's just there. Maybe they're adjacent town to Springwood, sure, somewhere around there yeah, because close the kids are all neighborhood. Yeah. So, but yeah, but the, yeah, with Freddie, like you never had to take him anywhere, like space, things like that. You know, take him out oh, of. You could take Freddie to space. I don't. What does it do? He could be in space S- in the dream. Space it dreams. You don't want Freddy in a Martian colony? Somebody could just have a dream about space. They don't have to be in space. No, it's got to be on the International Space Station. Because <laughs> they're doing sleep experiments, how sleep affects you in space. Sure, why and then, not? And then Freddy's in space. Sure. I just want to see an astronaut look out the window at Earth and just see Freddy float by. That's hilarious to me. And sure, it could just be in somebody's dream. Yes, it could just be in a dream. Or we could deal with astronauts. That's the that's the thing about Freddy, and it, again, like about remakes, is like... Freddy has endless possibilities. He really does. You could do anything with that. You could even clone him from his bones. Well, I don't know why you want to clone just, him. I'm just thinking about ways to make things awful. Right. Like so has like somebody would have an idea in like the early 2000s to like put Freddy in space, clone his bones. But as far as remakes go, if you're gonna do another Freddy, I think the way you take it is you take influence from this film, from Dream Warriors. You don't need to remake the first one. We already know how things go. But take influence from three where people can go in and battle him. And, you know, go that... Well, if you take that knowledge that that can happen and not have to, like, introduce everything again and people have to get used to Freddy, blah, 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 blah. You know, I mean, you could you could start... You could do a reboot remake thing with uh, somebody who knew somebody from Dream Warriors. That knew about the bad being able to battle Freddy. 
You know, something along those lines. Uh, if you want to do a direct sequel to Dream Warriors, Patricia Arquette is still alive. She could reprise her role as Kristen. You know, depending on which movie you want to, yeah, which, Christian, which ones you want to ignore. Do you want yeah. to ignore everything after three? Don't ignore any of you. But, uh, well, th- then you probably run... Uh, I'm trying Freddy to think could of just ways. haunt people. He just haunts them in their dreams. You don't need to ignore anything. He right. just come back again. But I want I want the idea of being able to, like, team up and fight him in the dreams. Yeah, you want Nightmare on Elm there. Street, whatever, Dream War. That's what I want. Yeah, Dream War. Dream War. Just Dream War. Dream War is going to be its sequel. Dream War. Because, I, I mean, I just wish... There's nothing cooler. Dream War sounds cool to me. It does sound There's cool. a movie called Dream Warrior, so it's like, well, they've already done that. Dream War? Dream Battle. See, that's where I was like, I don't like that. <laughs> I didn't like it at all. Yeah, I, I don't... Yeah, I can't think of... Uh, Nightmare War. See, it's not... It's not good. Does it work? Nothing's good in Dream War is what you want. Yeah. But so Dream just, Warriors is like oh well, yeah. But but I think that's where they should get should get their influence from. So uh, but I wish there was more fighting him in the like actually fight Freddy. Yes, because these that's kids what I mean. that's don't what I mean, stand though. a chance. That's I know. What I mean, in, I know. in the next one is like they don't stand a chance. Keep going forward with this idea, with this idea that he can be battled and things like that. Which it, there's more of it. We're gonna get to it next week. Uh, on the show, but all in all, I still love this. I still love Dream Warriors. It's a, it, it's never boring. No, it's it keeps never moving. It's never boring. It introduces you to like seven new characters, and they're all interesting characters. Honestly, how long was this movie? This movie is maybe an hour and a half. It's hour and a half. I mean, this one could honestly have afforded to been a little bit longer. Yeah, then you could have got more of That's the battling, I mean. and, and and it doesn't. This movie doesn't waste time. In like I said, it introduces like seven new characters, and they're all interesting. You all you get to know all of them. If there's no how much other than Philip, and you still get to kind of know him. You know him. He has the most. He talks the most before he's dead. Before he. You know what I mean? Like he's a right. he's a main guy, and then he's out the door. Right, but even him though, he dies first out of all the the group, uh-huh. and you still get to know him in a very short amount of time. Even the janitor is Lawrence Fishburne, and like you get to know him. I don't think he's a janitor, is he? He's orderly. Like a, he's yeah, an orderly. That's, that's different. Um, the uh, the. Uh, Dr. Gordon, yeah. the one head nurse, like they make you care about everybody. There's no, there's no about, wasted time in this movie. How about creepy guy that doesn't, nothing happens to him. Well, yeah. He's just a creepy guy. He, he just wants to mac in this girl that well, he wanted to mac on the nurse. And then he wanted to mac on the heroin junkie. Yeah. Uh, he wanted to get her drugs from the cabinet. Do you th- never mind? Well, yeah. Do you think these movies would have been as cool if they, if like, you know how Michael Myers is the shape what is Jason? Is Jason calling? He's just Jason. They, they, he's yeah, he's name, just right? Jason. Well, what if Freddy was called Nightmare Man? How would you feel? <laughs> How would you feel about that? It would have been like a B movie. Oh, no, it's Nightmare Not Man. Not even a B movie, like a C level movie, like at the video store, straight to video. Nightmare Man. I think there is a movie called Nightmare Man. We'll look it up. Two thousand six, Nightmare Man. Oh my God! Read the whole description. After receiving an African fertility mask as a gift, Ellen tells her husband, William, that she's been attacked by a masked phantom called the Nightmare Man. Oh, my God. 
As Ellen's paranoia increases, William takes Ellen for a road trip to a clinic to have only have their car break down. When William goes off, Ellen is attacked by the real Nightmare Man. Now, put me to sleep. Anyways, I like how pictures of Freddy Krueger show up. Yeah, because he's the Nightmare Man. He is the Nightmare Man. (laughs) Uh, But it's, you know, uh, real quick though, before we sign off on the podcast, I wanted to uh, read a bad review for this movie. Okay. Uh, There aren't, when you go through uh, one stars... There's only one review. Two stars, there's only one review. Three stars, there's four reviews. They were all very short and just like, I didn't like this, but here we go. Four-star review. Dream Warriors, my ass. Uh, They spelled Warriors with an O. This is a four-star review? Yeah. This is one... Warriors spelled with an O, by the way. Dream Warriors, my ass. Oh, my God. What kind of shit is this? (laughs) Power Rangers versus Freddy? It was watchable and as good as the first film in the beginning. But from the part where the protagonists get superpowers in their dreams, it started to become childish. Childish. This shit should have been rated PG or PG-13 rather than R. Can you imagine watching those I, vain scenes? And I P- expected to see some very mature stuff, but it was only in the first third of the film. The rest are for little kids. Plus it's focused too much on Christianity. I know Freddy's a demon, but there are many religions that have different ways to fight demons. Why does it always have to be Christianity? This is total Oriental Orientalism and filled with white men, Westerner superiority. Don't watch this. Show it to little kids who love Power Rangers. Don't show this to little kids. <laughs> They'll be horrified. Like I was. Well... Gotta learn how to fight my dreams. Right? Right. Like, okay. Yep. But this person's very upset about the Christian uh, Catholic views, it's I guess. It's purity. You need something. Yeah, it's demon hell. Come on, man. Demon hell nuns. I mean, come on, man. What are you... That's, his mother's a nun. In the first movie, it's already grabbed a crucifix. So we're already there. We're already there for the first movie. Right? Just cool your jets, pal. Uh, so next week on the podcast, we're going to keep diving into the Freddy verse with Nightmare on Elm Street, part four, Dream Master, the Dream Master. It's a good title. It's a good title. Let's see if it, uh, if that one, I have that, the rest from here on out, uh, I have not seen them in a long time. Even New Nightmare, which I like a lot, I've not seen them in a long time, so... This will be more of a revisit for myself, and I'm sure you, you as well. What if there was a movie called Dreambusters? Dreambusters, Ghostbusters, and Freddy mixed together? People go through people's dreams battling nightmares. Like, you basically, it's the concept, it's this concept, but, like, not the Freddy franchise. They go through battling all sorts of nightmares in people's dreams. Copyright me, 2019. Who are you going to sleep? Dream Busters. Well, that's not. Doesn't much. make much sense. Yes, yeah, what? Who are you gonna sleep? Yeah. I couldn't think of anything else. Who are you gonna dream? Dream Busters. That sucks. Also, not good. I wasn't like that. Wasn't my pick. <laughs> I'm just saying. It also sucks. All versions suck. Who are you gonna snore? I was gonna say. I was gonna. I was gonna say. Who are you gonna z? Like z's. <laughs> That's enough. It is enough. So for Be Moving Breakdown, I'm Corey and that's Nick. Come back next week for more of the best of the worst. It's the best.
of the worst be moved